0: Welcome to Santa Cruz Naturalist, I'm Emily Downham, and this week on our show, we're headed out for a walk through the UCSC Arboretum with
1: ornithologist Theodora Bloch to learn more about golden crowned sparrows. My name is Theodora Bloch, and I am an ornithologist studying bird behavior. I'm getting my PhD in the Department of Ecology and Evolutionary Biology at UC Santa Cruz.
0: Here we are at the UCSC Arboretum
1: where you study the golden crowned sparrow. Yeah, exactly. Every year we band golden crowned sparrows. Um, they're small brown birds, and as their name hints, they have a beautiful black and gold crown on the top of their heads. So it makes them easier to spot.
0: So these birds are being studied here in the Arboretum, but they're also common around Santa Cruz, right?
1: And can you tell listeners where they might be able to see golden crown sparrows? Yeah, so golden crown sparrows are migratory, which means they don't spend all year here. They fly from Alaska to Santa Cruz and arrive around September. And so they're a really common bird here in winter. And they're all over the place. You can see them in your backyard, in fields along the coast, especially at the arboretum. Um, But most areas where there's a field or a nice backyard, you can find some. And what is it that is so interesting about golden-crowned sparrows? So we've discovered a ton of interesting things about the sparrows that we had no idea about. So for example, they form these complex social groups. So they form communities of about 20 birds, and they spend almost all of their time only socializing within that community. And we discovered this through something called social network analysis, sort of a little like Facebook, which basically helps us understand how birds are connected with each other. And so they have these complicated groups, and within the groups, they like to come back year after year to the same spots and spend time with the same individual birds. So I find a lot of people are amazed that When they look in their backyard, it's likely the same birds coming back to your yard year after year. Along with their social networks, they also have different levels of dominance, sort of like primates. And so one of the ways we study that is looking at how they interact. So let's say there are two birds at a seed pile. One chases the other. So we know the bird who initiated the chase is dominant to the other one. So over sort of hundreds of hours We build up these networks of interactions to say bird A is dominant to bird B, who's dominant to bird C. So we get this dominance hierarchy. And along with this dominance, they have badges of status. So that means they display how dominant they are. So I mentioned that. They have gold and black crowns, and those are what we call badges of status. So the more black and gold a bird has, the more dominant they are. So you can actually tell just by looking at them whether or not they'll be dominant. So they have this huge variation in crown size. Some birds will have almost no gold, no black. You can barely even see anything on the top of their heads, while some birds will have this massive badge with black and gold and you can tell those are the really dominant ones you've been listening to santa cruz naturalist i'm emily Dunham. special thanks to my guest
0: theodora block and as always to all of you for tuning in